Okay, we are on the top of Mem Bey's Amad Aleph at the two dots. Um, we are continuing now and explaining the Mishnah on Mem Aleph Amad Aleph, which is all about the question of Havchana, the three months that, that uh, have to be waited between uh, Yibum and, you know, between, between the death of the first husband and her Yibum or her Chalitza, etc. And now the Gemara is going to go on to talk about the women who are not in a situation of Yibum or Chalitza, but rather um, other situations. They are divorced, they became an Amana, um, etc. And the requirement there for them to, uh, to wait before getting remarried and why that is. So the Gemara now says, uh, on top of the page, the Gemara, the two dots, So it says the Mishnah, as follows, I'm actually going to share the screen, just, we, we're going to use, um, we don't need it so badly yet, but at some point we will, so it'll be helpful when we have it. Um, So the 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 Gemara says as follows. So the other women also. So the women who are not Yivam, not not in the situation of Yivam, also shouldn't uh, do her erusin, shouldn't do nisuin, etc. Until they have three months uh, gone by from the time that they've ended their previous marriage. So Gemara says Bishlam Yivama Kedamrin, meaning Yivama. I understand why she needs to wait three months before her next marriage. Right? It makes sense. We mentioned before the issue of maybe she's really pregnant, if she's really pregnant, so then, um, um, then, then maybe this whole thing shouldn't start in the first place, because really she's not, it's not Yibom, and if there's really no Yibom, and there's really no Yibom, then her marrying her brother-in-law is an Isser Karis, right, it's an Isser Erva, so I understand why you're being so, so careful about Yivama, to make sure that she doesn't, um, we don't allow her to get married until we are, you know, a thousand percent sure that she didn't, she didn't in fact uh, ever become pregnant from her original husband who had passed away, that I get. That's a, a big, big shiloh. And, and it's, a big, and it's a big risk to take. So it makes sense that we, that we require waiting three months because of that concern. But other women, why is there such a uh, concern? What are, we, what are we concerned about? In those cases, um, there isn't the same, necessarily the same, uh, same level of Isser that could uh, result. Or that's, at least the Gemara assumes that at this point. So answers the Gemara, Amr of Nachman. Um, yeah. So answers the Gemara, Amr of Nachman, Amr Shmuel, Mushum the Amr Kurag. The pasuk says, "Liyos lachal elokim ulezaracha acharecha." So the pasuk says that Hashem, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, said to the Avos that I want to be for you a God and to your children afterwards. Okay, what does that have to do with our halacha? The answer is la havchin ben zaro shalrishon the zaro shalshini. I want to I want to be a a a, a, a god. He says to your children afterwards, meaning the zaracha. I want to know who the who the zera is. I want to know who the children are. I mean, it's important to know that that the child is who who we think he is, right? So it says, look at Rashi. The zaracha acharecha sheina shchina shore ella ala vadaim she zaro miyuchas acharav Hashem's shchina resides with those who are vadais, that we know exactly who their parents are. Right? That's, that's what we're looking for. Um, um, and, that, and that's, again, so that's the reason, meaning there's not a, at this point, the answer is, yeah, you're right, there's no, like, halachic necessity, per se. There's no, there's no isser that's going to be violated if we don't know 
if this child is from the first husband or the second husband. Okay, so we, we don't know. But there's an, an, an idea anyways of making sure you know the yichas of a child. You know who his father is. You know without, with, with the clarity um, and not having uh, these, this kind of murky, murky yichas. Um, fine. So, so, so fine. So that's the first reason the Gemara gives. So says So says says Rav. What do you talk? Okay, that's interesting. But if that's true, we have a halacha that by ger vigioris they have the same rule. Look at Rashi ger vigioris. Rashi says ger shinisgayr viishto imo. You have a, a husband and wife who've been married, and they're both not Jewish, and they decide to convert together. This happens, right? They want to convert together as a couple. So what's the halacha? They have to have a three, three months havchana. Does to separate from each other? There's no two husbands, right? There's, there's nothing to talk about. They're the same couple. They've been the same couple the whole time. So why? What is the if the if the reason is just to make sure you know the distinction between which father it is, and it's important to have the yichus right? So by a ger where we know the halacha is that they have a havchana also. So why would that not be true? Um, why would that be true? Who, who, who needs it? We know, who the, we know who the child is, who, who, the, who, the parent, who the parents are. So answers the Gemara. So says the Gemara, yeah, but we want to know the difference. If the child is, is, is from before the, the, the Gairish or before the after, after the Gairish, it's going to make a difference. Because that one child was was uh, conceived while his mother was Jewish, and one was conceived while the mother was not Jewish. Whole different shayla in the halacha. If a woman is a gioris while she is pregnant, and she goes to Nikah while she's pregnant, so that the status of the child, you know, the, the child becoming a gear, you know, uh, by going to the mikvah inside, inside the, the womb, etc. But the bottom line is, we want to know if this child was, uh, was, was conceived when his mother was a Jew or not. That matters. So, um, okay, fine. So that answers that kasha. So Rav Amr, so fine. So that, but that so far, that's Nachman Amr Shmuel's answer that we want to know the distinction between the uh, Zaracha Acharecha. We want to for sure know the yichas of, of the of the children, the Jewish children. Okay. So Rav Amr. So Rav says that again, I'll tell you a totally different reason, and he's gonna say a uh, Rav Amr Gzera, and it's Gzera. Why Shema the following four cases? So he presents four scenarios that could be problematic if we don't know who the uh, who the parent, who the father is, and these uh, four situations are going to be not just you know a nice idea to know the to know the yiches, etc. This is going to be real, really, really halachic problems that can come up. So Rav Amran, and you're going to see now here in the chart, they present all of these options, all of them here, so you can see it. It's just a little easier to you know a nicer way to see it. So the Mar says follows. So Rav says follows. Rav Amran Gzeir Shema Number one, Yisus Achoso Me Aviv, that he'll marry his sister from his father. I'll read all four and then we'll explain each one. The Yibam Yishes Achiv Mi Imo, or he'll do Yibam with his uh, the the wife of his brother from his mother. The Yotzias Imo Lashuk, or because of him, his his mother will go and be able to get married without any chalitza at all or Yibam. And and number four, the Yiftoras Yivam Tal Lashuk, or number four, his his Yavam. His Yavama will be able to go free without ever to do any chalitz or yibam. So what are, we, what are we talking about? So if you look at Rashi, Rashi is going to explain each one of these, uh, each case. And the truth is on the chart, they actually give a little nice explanation in each case also to, uh, to make it clearer. But if you look at Rashi, Rav Amar Shem Yisa Achosam Aviv. 
So what does it mean? Maybe he'll marry his sister from his father. Let's say his again, the scenario is his mother did not wait the three months and she got married, right? So what's going to happen? She gets married within the first three months uh, from the time her first husband passed away. And she gives birth. It turns out he's really the child of the first husband. Okay? But he's born in the household of the second husband. And they assume, the assumption is, again, that he was the son of the second man. Now, let's, let's assume that, that that's the case. They didn't make this assumption that he's the child of the second man, and really he's the child of the first husband. So let's say, let's say the original husband had had a daughter. Right? So he, the original husband, husband number one, had a daughter. And we assume, the assumption here is that this man is the, this, this child is the son of husband number two from the new wife, in which case this boy and that girl, the assumption is, have no, are not related to each other at all, right? Because um, she's, she's from the original husband and a different wife, and he's from the second husband and a different wife. So the, the, there's no relationship between the two of them at all. And what's going to happen? Um, but, the, but, the, but the reality is he marries this girl thinking that they're not related at all, but in truth, they're, they're brother and sister, right? So if, we if we're not careful, to, basically Rabbi is saying, what do, you, what do you mean like, that's so nice, yes, it's true, we care, and I'm not minimizing that. But so there's real, there's, there's real uh, takala that can come, there's real problems that could, that could result if we make this assumption, uh, if we don't make these, to have this havchana, because he, here he goes, and he, he beca- he's the son of the second husband, second, they think he's the son of the second husband, and really, and he's the son of the first husband, and the first husband has a, has a child from another wife. They could they could get married, and the truth is that they're brother and sister. It's an Israel erva, Israel kares. Okay, so that's that's issue number one. That is shema yisa chosam me'aviv. Boom. That's the first concern that Rav has. Second concern: v'yibem eishes achiv ve'imo. Look at Rashi: v'yibem eishes achiv me'imo. Right, he's going to do yibem uh, with the with the wife of his of his brother from his mother. Shim tailed la'acharon. Ben Acher, right? So again, same scenario. He's he's uh, born while the mother is while the woman is married to the second husband, but really he's the hus- he's the son of the first husband. And what happens after after he's born? The mo- this uh, this woman and her second husband have another son, right? Ve'yisa isha, and that second son marries a woman. Ve'yamas he dies without children. And what's going to happen? So and, and they're the only two brothers, these two men, right? And and so what happens? His, his brother dies without any children. What's the assumption? Yavam Yavola. He's going to do Yibam with his brother's wife. That's the only problem. It's not his brother. Right? Um, and if, he's not, and if he, he's not his brother, then this woman is... Um, oh, sorry. He's not his brother from his father. Right? But he is his brother from his mother. Okay? So because he's, because he's his brother from his mother, he has the Isser of Eishazach. He's not allowed to marry his brother's wife, but he doesn't have the mitzvah of Yibam, of Yibam and Yibam So he's left with only the Isser of Eishazach. And he's come to do Yibam like a tzaddik, and it turns out that he's marrying his brother's sister without any mitzvah of Yibam. If Yivmena, Rashi says, Zek, Hasavar Shehu Achiv Me'aviv, because he thinks he's the brother from the same father, Vinimsa Me'yabim Eishaz Achiv Me'imo Shalom Me'aviv V'chaif Kares. And he's going to end up doing an Isser Kares, because again, he... Uh, he thinks he's doing yibum, 
and really he's, there, there's no mitzvah, no mitzvah even because this is his brother from his mother, not from his father. But nevertheless, the Isra of Eshazach still applies, and, then, and it's going to turn out that he's doing, um, that he's violating Isra covers. So that's issue number, again, possible, again, the, the, the vi in the, in, in the Gemara is not nan, but they're all ors, right? So, so maybe he'll end up Shemi Yisas Achel Somi Aviv, or maybe he'll be Yibim Eshaz Achel Bi'ima. Good. That's the first two. Not good, but those are, those are the two things mean. Third case, Viyotzi as Imol Ashuk. Because of him, his mother may end up going free. If, what are we talking about? Rashi says, Imlo Teled Imo Lesheni. Right? Let's say his mother, after she gives birth to him and assumes that she's from the second husband, she never has another child. Right? And what happens? Viyamos and the second husband dies. Ukesvurim Shazebano, and they assume that he's the son. And she goes and gets married to somebody else. When in fact, this is a case of, a, of, of Yibum because her husband passed away without any children. Oh, we think this is the son. He's not the son. He really is the son of the original guy. So because of that, you find a scenario again where she's going to really be a, be a, a, a Yavama. Right? She's a Shemer Siyabam in that scenario. And, she doesn't have to, and she's not going to do any Yibum because there's going to be an assumption that she hasn't had a son when in reality she never did. So that's, that's concern number three. And number four, right? he'll end up allowing his Yavama herself to go free, to, the, to marry somebody else. What, what are we talking about? Again, what happens? The opposite, the, again, all the same scenario. Really, he's the, he's the son of the first husband, but the, they think he's the son of the second husband. And what happens? The first husband, right, never had a... Uh, um, Right, let's say the first, the first husband, who's the real father, has, it, has one other son, right? And um, so he has a brother from his father's side, right? And what happens? And this, and this brother, right, dies without any children. And there's no brother. Well, at least they think there's no brother, right? He's the only one. Right? But, he, and, but he thinks he's the son of the second husband. And what happens? Venim says, Eishas beno shall rishon hazgukalo nises lashuk below chalitza. What happens if, if, if there's a, only one child in the family? And that, and that, uh, and that, um, that child gets married and, has, and, and, and then he dies without any children. So what happens to his wife? The answer is nothing. There's no yibum. Yibum only can take place if there were if there was original, again, if there's a brother to Yibam, if there's no brother to Yibam, then the wife goes free. So again, this, here you're just flipping, flipping it to the other, other family here in that scenario because we assume that he's the, the son of the second husband. So then the, the first brother's wife, the brother, sorry, the brother from the first husband, um, who's his actual brother, assumes he has no brothers. And then his wife will, if he passed away, his wife goes free without Khalid or Yibam, when really she needs Khalid or Yibam. Um, but because again, he assumes that he's the, He's from the other family. Again, not doing hafchana will result in this first woman not having yibum achalitzadan, even though she needs it. So Rava basically points out four very, very significant challenges that come up if we don't do hafchana, not simply but four scenarios where, um, where real problems could happen halachically if we're not positive whose son this child is. Okay. So, so that's Rava's, seems to be a very strong case. So it answers the Gemara back. Uh, the Gemara reads a, a question here. May say Rav Hananya. So Rav Hananya says, okay, I hear you, but there's a problem. What's the problem? Bekulon ani kori behen mishum takanas 
erva. Okay? In all of these cases, and what does he mean all? Bekulan here doesn't really mean kulan like we usually mean. Uh, look at Rashi, look at Tosos on the left side actually. Tosos on the left side points out, Bekulanani korei, ayevam melechurkai. This is just, Bekulan really just means all cases of yibum. So if you remember, we've been talking about the cases of women who need yibum um, or chalitza, um, requiring hafchana before they do it, before they do yibum or chalitza, and then kol sharnashim, everybody else, right? All the other scenarios. So, Rechanan just points out, and so it so says, it's talking about all Yavamos. But the point is, Bekulon, all it means is, when it comes to the case of, y- of Yibam. Okay? So, Rechanan says, when it comes to the case of Yibam, I say about them, what about, I need Kori Behen, Mishum Takanas Erva. Meaning the concern is what? That there's an is- issue that if I don't do, if, we, if we're not sure who the child is, there's going you know, to be a concern that this, that this person, uh, that this that this woman who goes free, she's going to end up violating Isra Erva. Um, I look at Rashi. It's like uh, a bunch of lines down on the right side. Um, right, that we don't want this woman to end up marrying someone she's not supposed to marry. Right? We're, we're concerned that if she, again, if we don't know for sure that, that she didn't have a child, then she might end up doing yibum when really yibum is not appropriate. She's marrying, marrying her brother's wife, her brother's husband. Um, right? Meaning that the concern is about her. Right? The concern is about her and the brother making a mistake. Right? That's the concern, says Rebbe Right? So the, all, the case of yibum are always a concern that she will make a mistake and end up violating an Isra Erva. Vakan, he says, Mishum Takanas Vlad. Right? But here, we're not worried about the, we're not worried about the, um, the woman herself or the brother of the original husband you know, making some type of mistake. Here, we're worried about the children. And the children won't, will, will, we're not, we won't know who the child is. Right? Vim Issa, but if, the, if what you're saying, Rav, is true, that this is really all within the same, that the, the concerns are these types of concerns, Kulu Mishum Takanas Erva that we really should say about them, that they're all called, they're all Bishum Takanas Erva. So the point being that that's always been the way we talked about it, right? That this is a, a, a Takanas Erva and the, and the concern for the child, the other Shark Hol Nashim was a, a Takanas Vlad. We just want to know who the right child is, right? Who the father is. But this doesn't sound like we want to know the right child, who the, who the right father is. We want to know his Yichis correctly. This is really also Takanas Erva. So if that's true, he says, why didn't we call the whole thing a Takanas Erva? That's his question. Okay. So, so uh, answers the Gemara kind of simply. You're right. We may, we may refer to it as Takanas Vlad. What's the, but what's Takanas Vlad? Not that we know who the Vlad is, we don't know who the child is, that the child shouldn't come to Israel Erva. That's the concern. So that is what this is. That, that's, that's, not, that's not really a question. Um, fine. So Gemara answers that question, and it sounds like at this point, the Gemara is, is, is convinced that we, we really understand now the reason for the three months, not just by Yibam, but also by, by Shara Kol Nashim, all these scenarios are, are, is very significant, um, either because the concern is a concern just to know the Yichas, or, uh, or to know, uh, or so that these, these children don't end up marrying the wrong people and find themselves, um, you know, you know violating Yisirei Karis. Fine. So the Gemara now turns out to the question of exactly how much time. Right, what, I get it. I get there has to be a wait because we've got to know who we're dealing with. But why does it have to be three months for sure? For sure? Why three months? 
So Gemara says like this. I understand that you can't wait three months and then get married. That language is a little bit funny. Lo, meaning it's meaning that, that that's not going to be enough. Right? Waiting two months and then getting married is not going to be a, a, a reasonable solution. Why? Right? That's, that's exactly our, our suffix, that we're not going to know what the story is. Why? Right? Not, we don't know if this child, when he's born, is from the, not, if, again, she's, she gives birth seven months after marrying her second husband. So in that scenario, what, what's our concern? If the baby is born, we don't know, is this a baby that, that's a full-term baby, in which case he's coming, he or she is coming from the original husband, right? It's been nine months since she, since she became pregnant, in which case, for sure, that she belonged, the baby's from the first husband. Or, or the, the baby is born and is healthy, but it's only seven months, it only has seven months uh, in the womb, and the, in which case that would be from the, from the new husband. Right? I totally get, says the Gemara, why you can't have just waiting two months because you won't solve that problem. Fine, because that, that will be exactly our concern. We, we, just, we just are suffering. We just don't know. But why can't you get married? Uh, let, let her wait only one month. So one thing just to know, the Gemara has this assumption. It's a medical assumption that the Gemara makes, which is that children born after nine months or children born after seven months, both are viable. The children typically live. This is the Gemara's assumption, medically, then. Um, the assumption the Gemara made was that a child born after eight months is, is not going to live. Okay? Why they had that assumption and is an interesting question. But right, today we know that you know, the, the, you know, medically, t- that the, the longer a child's in the womb, it's more, more likely to be viable and unhealthy. But that was what they assumed. Seven months or nine months, healthy baby. Eight months, not a healthy baby. And the baby's not going not to live. That's the Gemara assumed. So if that's true, so the Gemara says like this. So again, I get why you can't wait two months because then the child is born. You know either the baby's nine months, baby, if, if the baby's born set, right, right, seven months after they're married, either it's seven months to the first, to the second husband or nine months to the first husband, that's why you have a suffix. But why can't we wait one month, right? Um, so right? If the baby's born after seven months, Okay, good. That's a seven month. That's a baby born seven to the to the second husband for sure. Ve'ila tamanya yalda, and the baby's born after eight months. Hai bar tisha lekamahu. What do we know? We know that it must be if if it's if it's eight months later. We know, and the baby's fine. It must be that this baby came from the first husband. Why? Again, because if it was if it was born eight months after the first, she was married to the second husband. It can't be from the second husband. That's the assumption. The baby's born eight months after, after she married the second husband, that baby would not have survived in that scenario. And that's why we assume that, uh, the baby, that, that it must be that if it's eight, if it's eight, month, eight months after the, first, the, first, uh, the second marriage, it must be you know, uh, from, the, from, the, from, the, um, from the... If it's eight months after the second marriage, it must be the baby came from the first marriage. Fine. Um... And it must be, and it's not, it's not an eight-month-old baby from the second marriage. It must be a nine-month-old baby from the first marriage. Fine. So meaning, well, no, either way, if it's seven months, for sure from the second marriage. If it's not, if it's eight months, then it's for sure from the first marriage. That's the point. 
So the Gemara says, no, that's not an answer. You can't say that. Why? So inami, a lot of times, is like a, another answer. Here, inami is a way of the Gemara in this case. Rashi explains, inami is terutsi. It's, an, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a response back. Um, that no, and, 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 um, that can't be. Why? Inami le tamanya yalda, iklamemar de basrahu, dilma ishtahui, ishta chodesh echad viyaber. Meaning, if you have a baby that is eight months, Eight, born eight months after the couple was married, what's very possible? It's very possible. It's a seventh month. It's a baby that was born after seven months and she just didn't become pregnant for a month after she got married. Right? How do you, you're making this assumption that any baby that's born after a certain amount of time that they've been married, that the woman became pregnant immediately upon getting married. It doesn't necessarily happen that way. Right? It, could have been, it could have been time, if, if it's an eight-month-old, uh, uh, sorry, a baby born after eight months, that could very likely have been just because if she's also from this, this baby's also from the second marriage and they just shouldn't get pregnant for a month. So what, there's no answer there, right? So the, you don't know that, it, you don't know that to be, to be true. Um, so Gemara has one more. So why don't we let her wait two and a half months? Why? Let her get married. If the baby's again, seven months old, you know it's a seventh. It's after seven months, uh, seventh month. You know what I'm saying? Not seven month old. Seven months after after being in utero, it is a uh, it's for sure from the second husband. And if the baby is born after six and a half months, right? We'll know that it must be from again from the first husband. Why? Because it's six and a half month old. Uh, only six and a half months. In utero, so that baby, if that baby was from, from the second husband, it never would have been bin shal kayama, right? That the child wouldn't live from just six and a half months. So, um, right, the e bar basrahu bar shisu pagalochai. If it's just it's from the second husband, so a six and a half month old, uh, six and a half months in utero, that's not enough for the baby to survive. So Gemara says, no, that's also not, I mean, that, that, that also doesn't make sense. Inami le shisu pagalyalda, ikalamemar de basrahu. The Amr Marzutra, Fid Laman, the Amr Yodalas, the test, any Yodalas, the Mikutoyin, Yodalazayin, Yodalas, the Mikutoyin. Meaning, your assumption that a, a baby after six and a half months in gestation is not going to be, not viable, is not necessarily true. Why? Because we actually have Marzutra, who's of the opinion that even someone who says that someone, a woman who's, who gives birth after nine months, any Yodalas, the Mikutoyin means like partial months, meaning she's either going to give birth. For a, a full after a full number of months, meaning nine full months, but and she doesn't give her birth after eight and a half months, let's say. But a but a child who's born after seven months of gestation can be born even we can count quote the seventh month even if it hasn't been a full seven months. How do I know? By hayamim, right? This came when 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 Shmuel was born. Tachana, it was a it was tekufos hayamim miut tekufos beis miut yamim beis. Right. The point is that there was a certain amount of uh, time and that 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 Hana didn't didn't there's a certain number of months um, sorry by sorry per seasons every every, every season is supposed to be three months right we have four we have twelve months and four seasons so the assumption is each each month each season is three months three months um, so here what happened with her with Hana it had only been two mu- two seasons and a little bit when she had gave birth to Shmuel so you see there that she had given birth after six months and a little bit and that was enough to consider her. Again, seven months because Shmuel lives and he's a healthy baby. So the Gemara says at that point, that's how, you, that's how I know that um, it doesn't have to be seven full months and even less than seven full months, even six months and a little bit, 
If that's true, then you're, gonna have no, you're not going to know. You wait two and a half months and a baby's born after six and a half, you're not going to know for sure it's from the, first, from, the fir- from the first husband. It could even be from the second husband. Okay, so we're out of time. So we'll, uh, we'll stop here and we'll pick up this conversation next time.